release your reward to us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I put the seed of pride in us in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And let our life be filled with the spirit of humility in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus. At the end of this world, let our life be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. I live so shout a powerful hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Keep the fellow, greet the fellow sitting beside you. Happy Easter Sunday. Happy Easter Sunday. Say, if God tarries, we witness more Sundays in the mighty name of Jesus. You all welcome to the presence of God. We pray today that our life will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Good afternoon, sir. Our daddy in the house, Pastor Brand. We pray that God will continue to strengthen you. And all other ministers holding the hands of the prophet we will not be tired in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We are still in the season of humility. And uh, I think we are proceeding to purification. Isn't it? But you know, I was told that uh, you know that this world needs to come. Because you know, there is power in humility. And, you know, as we go on, we will see what we can do and how God has lifted men. So I will call this one blessing through humility. Blessing through humility. I said that humility is a quality of recreated human spirit. That attract divine favor and promotion. Humility is a quality of recreated, recreated, created, recreated human spirit. That is, human spirit has to be created. Then to now attract divine favor and promotion. It's an inner ability, a vital force, which enables you to respond with absolute submissiveness to the Lordship of Jesus Christ through the Word of God. Through the Word of God. It's an inner ability, a vital force, I think. It's an inner ability, I think, that dash, a vital force, another dash, which enables you to respond with absolute submissiveness. Submissiveness. To the loss of Jesus Christ through the word of God. Through the word of God. That's the challenge. Through the word of God. It's often expressed in action by the willingness to take on the responsibility of service to others in the loyalty to the world. It's often expressed in action. That is the verb. We see humility as a verb now. That is expressed by the willingness to take on the responsibility of service. You are not serving God alone, but you serve others, human beings like you, in the loyalty to the world. The reason why you are serving them is not because they are president. The reason why you are serving them is not because they are pastors. It's not because they are prophets. It's not because they are living the head of prophets. But you are serving them 
Because of what? The loyalty to the word of God. Because there is a commandment that attached us, that mandated us to serve. Praise the Lord. So loyalty is not looking at the personality, no. That is loyalty to the world. It's not looking at the personality. You are not looking at the person, who the person is. It is not looking at the age. You are not looking that, okay, this one is my elder. This one is younger. This one is younger. This one is elder. This one is bros. This one is senior brother. This one is elder statesman. You are not looking at that. But because the word says, you know, humble yourself. Live in peace with everybody. Then in loyalty to that word, you will be. Praise the Lord. I write that out. You can be a peacemaker without needing to fight on your right. You can be a peacemaker. That is you that the spirit of humanity has truly embedded in us, has truly dwells in us. You can live as a peacemaker without even needing to fight for yourself. Praise the Lord. Do we get that area? You can be a peacemaker without needing to fight for your right. Okay, let me okay, let me share this uh, discussion. Brother Rose said something that when he was in school, in our situation, then his class he has an uh, an issue with his classmates, and you were exchanging words. <laughs> And the other guy said, if you know it's your father that bore you, come out and meet me outside. Come out and meet me outside. He said, but you know, if you know it's your father that bore you, come outside and just fight. You know what he said? He said that he just walked up to that guy and said, no, I'm not coming out, I'm not fighting. <laughs> Praise the Lord. You know, he said that all of us we must have been laughter. He said, who are not coming out? Who are not fighting? <laughs> Praise the Lord. He doesn't mean that he's a weak man. That is what is called. That's what I'm trying to say. He's a peacemaker. Okay? Yes. So you can walk only in power of Holy Ghost. That is, you can walk and still humble. With power of Holy Ghost in you. Praise the Lord. You can walk humbly in the power of Holy Humbly. You have the power that any anybody that passes beside you will fall under the power of Holy Ghost. But you are still humble. Praise the Lord. I'm going to talk of some pastor that until you put prophets. Uh, professor, bishop, in front of their name, they will never stand up. <laughs> they will tell you, you are really good. You don't know what it costs you to get that anointing. Praise the Lord. We have people like that. We have some pastors that when they are coming, if you see their head torage, you will not even see their face. All the head torage, the body guys, the security has covered them. 
they are, they are walking in the Holy Ghost, but they are not humble. Praise the Lord. And of course, we can even doubt the source of their power. They are not let us like that. So humility means being strong and comfortable in the Lord and therefore putting on tasks first. You are very strong. Can somebody read Philippians 2 3 for us? Philippians 2 3. Philippians 2 3. Yes. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind. Let it be seen or the better than themselves. Do nothing out of selfish ambition of thin conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above what? Above your own interests. Above yourselves. Sorry. Say, rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Not looking to your, that's the best one now. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. That is Bible talking. So anytime you put your interest before the interest of others, you are what? You are proud. That is the meaning of this. Anytime you are always saying, me first, me first, me first, you are proud. And the, the Bible says that the Lord resists the proud. Praise the Lord. So one of the most important aspects of godly character is humility. It is the Lord himself that demonstrated the need to be humble. Can somebody read Psalm 8 verse 4? Psalm 8 verse 4. Psalm 8 verse 4. What is man? What is man? That thou art mindful of him. That thou art mindful of him. And the soul of man. And the soul of man. That thou visited him. That thou visited him. What is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human being that you are careful. That is God. God himself that left his glory and come to visit man. The Bible recorded is in Genesis that God visited Adam, communed with Adam, the discourse. Then when there is a barrier between Adam and himself, then he came as a flesh in form of Jesus Christ and still related to men. Now, now, now tell me, what kind, what, what, how do you want to describe that humility? That God himself, value man and call. Then you, you, bank manager, then you see a gate man. No, there, are some, there are some managers that if you greet them, they don't answer. I'm telling you. There are some kings, if you greet them, they don't answer. So if you have a neighbor at home, and the neighbor greets you, and you call the neighbor, say, never in your life greet me. If you ever greet me again, and we put Jesus Christ by the side and we fight you. You are proud. You are proud. So we should not be proud. Praise the Lord. 
Are we together? So the most dangerous thing and the regrettable thing a man can do is to ignore or the respect man. If we ignore man, if we ignore the capability, if you ignore the investment of God in man, you may suffer in life. Because God uses man to raise man. God, God is the source of everything. But there must be a challenge that the help must come through. So if you disrespect man, it will be difficult for help to come. Because you never can say, I remember when I was jobless, I, I was greeting, you know, me and that girl, we walk before I got admission in a place. Then we were talking on the road. But the typical, the way I look, the woman was looking at my look. You understand? So, you know, a very good friend, we had together. Me and the lady, we had together, we are very close. And because, you know, I was, you know, that time, all I'm all after was the Bible. Pray, Bible. Go to work, come back. I don't care about how I look. So the guy looked me. You believe it? I was talking to her and he left me standing. I will never forget that day in my life. <laughs> Praise God. Honestly, you know what? Eh, it's a factor that really made me to pray. If your best friend, because of how you look, can just left you on the main road, you were talking to her and you just, hey, later, and you just walk in. Yeah? I, I think that night too. I cry like never before. But whenever I can see, you can see me now. Me, I do not have time. <laughs> it's not proud. In my own case now, it's not pride. Because there are so many commitments. I will say, oh, I'm sorry. How are you? How are you? But me, I wouldn't want to like walk away the way she did. Because me, I have Christ in me. Which is the hope of my glory. So if you see me now, it may not be doing you will even find it difficult to even say. Hey, brother, why are you? That's everything now. Hey, take care, bye-bye. I'm not to depart. Because that shame of what she did, will never do that. So it is dangerous to ignore men because you never can see. If you ignore man today, tomorrow, you may meet him. You see, God is. God disrespects any factor to live a man. God can disrespect any factor to lift a man. That's why it's dangerous. Whether the man is educated, illiterate, it's dangerous when you not such a Because God can look like this and say, You are connecting to a man and say, You, you don't read, you don't go to school. Can you be supplying me something so so so? We are doing one contract, one hundred million. Can you take a contract of plywood or contract of granite or contract of sand? You want to use that? And the man will, if he's will make, maybe make 100 million or make 50 million. And you, you have ridiculed it because it's an illiterate. You have already rendered industry. This one cannot want your anything. And the next day you saw it, it's already lifted. What do you want to see? So that Philippian is very, is very key to our growth in Christ. We want to build up the spirit of humanity. Am I speaking to somebody? Please don't ignore me. It's dangerous. It's too dangerous. Please. Don't say it's only God that will know that can lift you. Yes, God can lift, but God is a man. Let me tell you, if God wants to do anything in the territory, if 
as God is walking through Pastor Jordan now, if Pastor Jordan does not yield to what God wants to do now in the Jew, and that is the only man that God is looking, God will still with all what he wants to do. He will not do it. Because there is no man that is leading. In the case of Saul, in 1 Samuel, Saul, David, and Samuel. When David, when Saul was still, when uh, Samuel was still money for Saul, Jesus and uh, God said, For how long will you still be money? Go and anoint. If Samuel refused to anoint at that moment, David will still be, will still be there, unanointed as a king. Am I complicating? David will still be there because a man is not ready to lead yet. If you look at First um, Samuel, verse one, I mean chapter one, verse one, you understand what I'm saying now? Hmm. No, no, wait, wait, man. Can we look at uh, come in? I think that was a bit of them. Verse um, 16, I'm in chapter 16. First I'm in chapter 16. First I'm in chapter 16. Yes. The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grip over Saul? Since I have rejected him from being king over Israel. Your home with I and go and be on your way. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehem. Yeah, I have provided for myself a king. How long? Someone was still delaying. How long? I want to do something, but you are delaying me. I want this guy to be anointed because a man is delaying. God will not anoint him. So you don't ignore man in the business of this kingdom. That man that is gone can be in the position of lifting tomorrow. Praise the Lord. Let us let me give you biblical example of people that are humble and they are blessed. There is no greater example of humility in the Bible than the one you find in Jesus Christ. Now somebody humble, Philippian. Chapter 2, verse 3. You can do verse 3. Yes. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in loneliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Take it to first. Verse 2. Yes, chapter 2, 3 to 4. Take it to 4. Verse 4. Yes. Look not every man on his own things, mm. but every man also. On the things of others. Mm. Not looking to your own interest, 
that each of you, to the interest of others, thank God that Jesus did not look at his own interest. You know, at a point when Jesus wanted to die, he was praying to the Lord in the garden three times that God can this call be lifted. When he saw the kind of suffering he's going to go through, the kind of tribulation he's going to go through, can this call be lifted? Bethany said, What? Let your will be done. Now, he walks, he puts his own will, his own interest under his feet, and look at life that will be saved through the cross. That is humility. That is what? Humility. That a man, that's why the fact that you are seen up to the level of death, you can still humble yourself. Hey, Jesus Christ. If you, if you read that Philippians 2, to verse 5, I will read from here. In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. Versus who be in the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. We see Jesus Christ as God, but he's not seeing him. He always said, My Father, I am one with my Father. I am in my Father, my Father is in me. There's always a recognition of God, the supremacy of God. The sovereignty of God. Anytime Jesus is doing it, he said, Thank you. Because I know anytime I say you heard me. He's always put recognition. He's always capturing the personality of God in his doing. That is humility. That is what? Humility. So Jesus left everything. He is in level. And became a cross on the head because cross is the one that is earned on the, on the cross. He came because of his glory. He looked at he has a glory in heaven. But because he left that glory, but because of his salvation of mankind, he left that glory. That is humility. I don't know. He's <laughs> only the only one out of God. That I'm so sure of that works with humility, despite the good work that the Lord has done through. I'm not talking about Pastor Donald now. You know Pastor Donald very well. <laughs> Even if he's the one that, that premium your heart of God, we still call him brother. So that is a very close example. If he's the one that bring your heart of God, we still call him sister. My sister, my brother. That is the humility to the call. You see a man that they will tell you, I am, they will point you to the one that you tell you. That one that is when I am the one that you do. If you that shoe, remember that shoe, I put the Lagos, and it's the one that is the best thing. Praise the Lord. People don't stand to it. So, Jesus, looking at this, Still respect the agenda of God. Now, what is the blessing for Jesus? So let's let's read Mark 10 45 so that we can just close that. You know, I just close that. Mark verse 45. Mark 10 45 says, And whosoever of you will be the king, chiefest shall be the servants of all. 
Let me read it from you. For even the Son of Man came not to, live, to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Can you see? Yeah. In, uh, in for even the Son of Man did not come to be sad, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom to many. If you do the kind of work God do through Jesus, I'm very sure you'll be telling them to be wearing really shoes for you. Another man will wear shoes for you. Another man will put, you know, put cream on your body. Another man will <laughs> praise the Lord. <laughs> but this is a man that said, I have come to serve. He even said, let me wash your feet. That dirty feet of the disciple, he wash it. What a humility. Now, what is the blessing he received? He received a blessing for that. Now, if you proceed in that Philippians 2, verse 8 to 9 now. This is a Bible study. Verse 8 says, And be found in fashion as a man, mm. he humbled himself, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death. Unto death! He humbled himself unto death, okay? Even the death of the cross. Even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also had highly exalted. That is the blessing. Therefore, God exalted him. I give him a I name. give him the name. Which is above every name. Somebody was, let me tell you something. If, if you carry that good name now to anywhere in Nigeria and you want an opinion, they will sign it for you. You carry that good name, the signature of the seeds. That good But he's a man. That you know, receive a name that is above ever through death. Go and see people that have made that have made name for themselves. Look at the kind of work they did. You don't need to watch now. God is telling you that through humility you can make a name for yourself. Through humility, we can make a name for ourselves. Because if I see you, you see an elderly man who greets, and you see a young boy, you see Chris bow and greet, you're humble. You don't pretend. Because it's very difficult to bow for a younger boy. A man that you know is younger to you, it's very difficult. When I went to serve in East, I discovered that there are traditions there when you want to greet. It's like this. They will, they will just be like, they will. Am I right? They will. Like this boy in my class, you know, I didn't teach him, but my friend is teaching there, so I normally tell him. Like this boy, wanted to give me just for I say, Papa, they will. I call him, what is the meaning of that? In my own side, we postulate. He <laughs> was not looking at me like that. What did this guy say? <laughs> this is our tradition, this is our custom. Praise the Lord. You see? So that name has been insulted because of humility. So it shows that if you humble yourself, God will exalt you. That's the blessing. That's the blessing. That is very. I have seen a, I have seen somebody that I don't know, sir. I don't know the boy, but I always I always I always observe that anytime I pass, you just greet me. You know, it gives me, you know that he doesn't pretend. That's how he does. And I just walk, and I, somebody that is working with us, 
Now it's a contract. I said, that boy, you need to change that boy's. Uh, I said, that boy is good. I just said it to that and the, maybe after two months or thereabouts, the change is what uh, is what uh, many works. They move in to the main work. Because, of, because I observe that it grits well. And I said, when you carry something, you want to collect it from you. I said, no, 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 this is the work area. You see? And that time, when you see me, I am sweating, walking. You may be waiting to see the healthy, but you may not see the healthy. Then there is a man that can connect you to healthy. Praise God. That's why it takes us to overlook men. If you are waiting to see the president, you may not see the president, but you can see the great man. You can connect. Don't ignore them. Praise God. I think I still have uh, five to ten minutes. No, we pray, man. Prayer is not part of that. Prayer is a blessing. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Ephesians 1 20. Ephesians chapter 1. So we are talking about Jesus Christ as the example. Ephesians 1 verse 20. Yes, 22. Which he wrote in Christ, mm. when he raised him from the dead, mm. and set him at his own right hand. He set him because somebody dead, somebody defeated death. Hey! He exalted God himself, exalted him, raised his name above every other name. Study. This is a Bible study. 
Humility. No. Confidence. Confidence. You are very close, sir. But that word is a four-letter word. Believe it. Sir. Believe in yourself. No, believe in. Believe in. Believe in. No. I want to know that this sister has faith. What is the thing that I will see? It's a four-letter word. It's not love. Should I help? Or somebody want to help? Pastor, to help us, sir. What to help us, sir? Evidence of faith. Oh, that is it. Thank you, sir. Oh, blessing. Rest, peace. Rest. That you are in the middle of storm and you are rest. And you are. That's why I say you are very close, sir. That is a storm. This rest in you, there is this peace in you. That is the evidence. I will look at that and say, What is so special about you? Everybody is crying, crying, crying. You just relax. What is inside you? Now, man, because you know that God said you will protect your own life. There is a rest. Praise God. Praise God. Praise the living Jesus. So let me rush up. I think I will have almost exhausted my time. More than four people who were on the face of the head. If you read number 12, verse 3, you will see where God talking about Moses there. So if you are the meekest man on earth, I know you will be proud. If God can say, ah, look at Brother is the meekest in the Jewry. Pride will certain it's in flesh. So meekness is not a weakness. Moses was a shepherd. He would have confronted so many wild animals in the bush to protect the sheep. That is, you can be you can be small in your eyes, but inside of you, you are giant. That is humility. That is people that are humble. That's how they see themselves. They look very small. They see themselves very small, but you dare not try them. They are very strong inside. They are very strong inside. That is great. A man can lead them for you. Doesn't mean that he's weak. A man can pursue you. Doesn't mean that he's weak. But inside of him, you don't know what to swallow. And that man is very humble. They don't take advantage. We saw people that wanted to take advantage of meekness of Moses. We saw what happened to them. Don't take advantage. So God said, God said something to Moses. He was about to wipe out a generation. He looked at Moses and he said, Moses, I will make it my people, my own generation. You know, God want to cancel the covenant he has with Abraham. I will not have this in the Bible. Sir, I'm like, sir. God wanted to cancel the Abrahamic covenant. What to make another covenant with who? With Moses. But Moses said no. He prayed. He prayed on the behalf of Israelites. If you were a person that God said, You, for you, I will make a generation. What will you do? Ah, Father, you are too nice. Oh, yeah, now. Am I lying? Of course, now. It's an opportunity. Your name will never be wiped off. We are not talking about Abrahamic uh, covenant. Abraham 
blessing. Don't you know what to say? What's your name, sir? Michel. Say, ah, bro, Michel Convenant. How does that one sound? Is it not good? Bro, we are no Convenant. How does it sound? Oh my God. Praise God. Praise the living Jesus. Praise Moses is a meekest man. So he's very humble. Say, no, God. I respect that covenant. Your heart was Abraham. I will plead on your behalf. Please have mercy. Please have mercy. If you read Exodus 32, 10. He said, God reminded God. God, Moses reminded God about his covenant with Abraham. Say, no, God, no. Please, these people, you have, you have done so much for them. You brought them out of Egypt. Please, don't make the generation of me. Let us leave it like that. If you were the one, what would you do? Is that not an humility? Sir, is that not an humility? But Matthew, and that will say that, ah, Matthew Covenant. If you read Matthew Covenant, how will you feel, sir? <laughs> then the man said, Oh God, that is humility. And perhaps you are now. Now, what is the blessing? Jude 9. There's something I want. No. So you give me two minutes more. Yes, two minutes. There's something I want to quickly find out here. You know, in Jude 9, what did the Bible say there? Before Revelation. You verse 9. Yes. Kids, Michael, the, the angel, archangel, when contained with the devil, he disputed, he disputed about the body of Moses. Those people, the body of a man, the corpse of a man, angel, were fighting. Because a man is humble. Because a man is the weakest man. As a believer, why don't we be concerned why angels are fighting about the rotting body of Moses? Have you thought of that? Is it because Moses removed um, selfish light in the hand of Egypt? What is the reason? It's more deeper than that. It's more deeper. You know, I was looking at, I was reading to try to make research over it. And I discover, because of my time, I'll just say it. I just, you know, in the, in, 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 in the water of Meribah, when Jesus asked Moses to speak to the rock, you know, Jesus wanted to glorify himself in the presence of Israelites. But what did Moses do? He eats the rock. And God said, hey, because you have done this, we have come to the mountain. We are seeing see, see the land. We are not going to that place. Because of that, he died. You know, Moses kills somebody. I mean, and anybody that kills shall be killed. So devil has come to pick up his body. Uh, this one has killed, and this one is obeying you. It's a sin. No small sin. So devil has come to pick up him. And angel Michael came. No, you cannot pick up this body because there is still an agenda. He has not completed his work. Because that body that is a system in the kingdom. It's not, it's not just a body of a dead man. Would you know that during the time of transfiguration? The Bible says when Peter was there, James was there, John was there, the Bible said that Jesus was transfigured. And in that appearance, two people came. Who are who? Moses and Elijah. You see why they fight? Because Moses represents the law. 
and Elijah represents a prophet, and Jesus has called a God in flesh that law may give way, that prophets may give way, so that the word of God may help. You see why? What humility brought? So what is not humility is self-deprecation. Act of expressing disapproval. It is not humility. That's why you see a man like you, then you never be like You are jealous. That is not humility. Okay? That is not humility. That is, you, you think that, that you, your self-esteem is low. You think that you cannot be accepted. That is not humility. You are weak. That is not humility. Praise God. I'm running off. So, no self-esteem, not a poverty. If you are living in poverty, it is not humility. No, sir, it is not humility. You have to pray. <laughs> it is not humility. <laughs> Praise God. Self pity. You pity yourself. Sporting. What? Me. You are not more pro. You are really suffering. You have to pray. It is not humility. I am telling you what is also like not deceive ourselves. When you see humility, a man that can see the horrible and still walk with Holy Ghost, that is humility. That you can, I can prostrate for you like this. And I walk into my room, I lock my door. I can pass for two hours. That is humility. The way you look doesn't matter, sir. But in the spirit of man, if you can look like a giant that is tall from heaven to earth, then that is humility. Praise God. Finally, finally, you can see Jesus. Very humble. What does he do? When they are selling, they are buying in the temple. If you read Matthew 21, verse 12, Mark 11, 15 to 16. What did Jesus, the man that is humble, even the pets, when they are buying, they are saying, what does he do? They, they, they saw the other side of Jesus. Madness. And that's what God means. It doesn't mean that when you see the things that want to tarnish the image of your God, you should not be that. But you don't fight for God. But then you can see stand. No, this one will not, no, no, this is not my God. Praise God. So, in conclusion, to allow to think that God's grace is like water, is always flowed downward, downward the hill, and sit the lowest level. It never reaches the high and lofty places, but only to those who are low, meek, and humble. That is how God's grace flows. If you are humble, God's grace will flow from up, down like this. God's grace doesn't, God doesn't need grace. Excuse me. God doesn't need grace in heaven. He doesn't need humility in heaven. And so he releases it down what here. That grace, that grace will prosper. The grace will lead. The grace will overcome. The grace will heal. The grace will survive. The grace will heal. The grace will rule. The grace will have dominion. God releases down to the low, to the humble, to the weak. Praise God. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. Are we blessed? Yes, sir. Please let me help you. And I pray that as we receive this, 
to remove the glory loss in the mighty name of Jesus. God will release the spirit of release upon our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to pray, just bow down your head, just say, God, that spirit of humility that you give to that you give to Jesus, that you give to Moses, release it upon my life in Jesus. This evening, I said, okay. And Pastor Kinsley said, the soldier is always ready. <laughs> Amen. Of course, to bless God for. So when I was, God, what are we going to share? But I noticed that the truth about life is life is filled up with battles. Before he told me that, and he knows I force myself to sleep in the afternoon when I have the chance, I don't sleep. So I don't know how to sleep in the afternoon. But today, I lie down, I slept for about 30 minutes. And within that 30 minutes, the Lord showed me something that had to do with battle. Amen. Something that had to do with battle. So that will bring me to a topic that I titled. If you are victorious, do not stop fighting or don't stop battling. If you are not victorious, don't stop fighting. Can somebody remind me of my topic now? So, so meaning that if you have not won the battle, you should do what? Keep fighting until the victory is declared. Then if you have won, then you shouldn't just go and fold your arms. Because fight will always do what? Occur. Amen. That is why Amos 6 verse 1 say, What to him that is what? At his desire. Somebody, we're going to, like uh, my brother said, so we're going to use this as our memory about the book of Isaiah. Chapter 9, verse, um, verse 5. Please help, somebody help me to read. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 5. It reads, For every battle, he said, for every battle of the warrior, he said it's with a confused noise. And garments rolling blood. Means that whether you know it or not, whether you like it or not, that if you have enroll yourself into this army of the Lord that you should be ready for battle at all times. That battle is imminent that when you have called yourself a child of God you become a battle to the enemy. When you call yourself a child of God you become a target of the enemy. And if you keep yourself without being guarded it means that what the bullet will get to you at all times. If you keep yourself empty the enemy will use you as his playground. If you did not fortify yourself in the Lord and allow the Lord to fill you up Resisting the powers of darkness from invading your life, it means that one at all times the devil will just come. When they go out there try to attack one child of God, and the child of God overpower them, they will say, let's go to this one and just clean our hand in his, his body. Hallelujah. So he said that the battle of a warrior is with a confused noise. That when the devil is waiting for you to come from this angle, you come from this angle. 
The devil is expecting, yes, I know that he will begin to shout Holy Ghost fire today. You said, no, you go to the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood that conquers the enemy. The blood that nothing challenges. You begin to apply the blood. The devil is waiting for you. I know that his pattern is this one. You come from another angle. The devil is waiting. I know that by 12 a.m. he begin to pray. By 11, you start say 4 a.m. The devil is waiting for you. Ah! He said, I know that he fasts every Monday. You start fasting. You take yourself through three days dry fasting. The devil will know you. With a confused noise, the devil will not be able to trace how you're going to come. Hallelujah. May the Lord give you a, 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 a pattern on how to deal with the enemy in the name of Jesus. So I say, if you have victory, if you have been able to think that you've conquered the power that has been conquering you before, that you shouldn't want, stop fighting. Then you have been battling it and the thing keeps coming. I remember one day when Pastor Joel was ministering, he said that there was a particular character or an addiction that he, he tried, he prayed, he tried. Until one day God decided to do what? Take it away. Meaning that what? You have conquered. So you've conquered that one. Meaning that what? A day shall come. The same thing you think you've conquered will come back again. It's imminent. Whether you like it or not. That thing you think I have conquered it today. Wait it. Ah, if you don't ask the Lord to give you the grace to keep being on the stability of the power he has given to you, a day shall come when the same thing you call, ah, this is I don't call out. Now we come back and make overpower you. Yes, Pastor Joy. Yes, correct. Hallelujah. So the truth about it is that what, whether you like it or not, Christianity is a field of battle. So that's why the Bible said in Daniel chapter 6 verse 1, he said that what? What to him that is at ease in Zion. So if you think that I have conquered today, I am not going to fight tomorrow. You are lying. And the enemy will not take you and say that this one is ignorant. And the Bible said that one, this will be what? Ignorant of his devices. And by the time you're ignorant of his devices, the Bible said that one, the enemy will take advantage of you. Psalm chapter, Holy Spirit. Psalm chapter 34, verse 19. Somebody help me to read. Psalm 34, verse 19. He says, Many are the afflictions. He said, Even the righteous, the righteous, the, the people who are right before the Lord. He said that what affliction is coming. He said that was sometimes affliction come around them. He said, Many, not few. Not so. He said, many are the affliction of the righteous. But what happens? Then if you stand and say that I want to just be at ease, God will just fight for me. It means that when God will look upon you and say that my son is not ready. He will go to those that who are calling upon him day and night. The Bible said in the book of Luke chapter 18. Jesus said something in verse 7. He said what? He said, how will God not avenge they that calling upon him day and night? He said, he will avenge, he said, I tell you the truth, he shall do, do what? Avenge them speedily. So if God is there waiting for you to do something, call upon him day and night, and you are there saying, I know that what's going to be is going to be. God will fight for me. Yes, God said, I will fight for you. In the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 15, verse 17. When Jehoshaphat came to the Lord, he said that what? The Lord shall fight for you. Abi? He said, but you do not to fight in this battle. 
You don't need to carry spells and arrows. And, and he said that God shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. But if you go, you see that was something had happened already before, the Lord is going to stand up to fight for you. God does not fight for a, for a person who did not even rise up to do something. God fights for you when you stand up to do something. God does not bless an empty hand. Is it not true? So it means that when you have stand up to do something, God will rise up for you. You know, like these two things, two things that I had this evening, you know, I wasn't here at the time when it happened. Yeah, that was that when you had conquered, you, when you, you, you get to the top, you become what? A topic. And when you become the head, you become a headline. That's wonderful. I loved it. Man of God, I, in fact, I, I appreciate that. I salute you for that wisdom. Amen. And I think I am expecting that topic. <laughs> Amen. I know headline. If you think, if you go to the newspaper stand, go and see those um, free readers association. What are they discussing about the headlines? And the Lord shall make us the headliners in the name of Jesus. The stories about your life shall become headline in the mouth of those that are thinking that you're going to go down. They will gather and say, ah, "I never know that this guy is going to become this. I never know that this is going to happen. In fact, even if I should." Think or imagine it. It's not going to be this one. But because somebody battled, because somebody fought, because somebody conquered, and that is why you are here today. Jesus Christ fought a, fought a battle. And when he fought the battle, he did what? He conquered. And when he conquered, the Bible said that because he conquered, he overcame. And when he, became, when he overcame, he did what? He made you now more than a conqueror what the Bible said in Romans chapter 8. He said that what you became a more than uh, I, I was trying to because when I read that place I began to digest it. Who is a conqueror? Why should somebody not be more than a conqueror? A fight was engaged between me and uh, Pastor Jewel and all of a sudden he threw me on the ground today and I left. I began to think. I challenged him again. I came back, he threw me on the ground again. I said, no, I'm not taking it. I came back again. You know, I challenged him again. Until the day I will throw him on the ground. And you know that the day I will throw him on the ground, it will dis in fact, it will discomfit him. He will go and begin to think. He, will not, he, he may not be able to plan on how to conquer me again. But he will begin to think, how did he even conquer me? How did he even bring me down? You see, the, the, the thought of it will even put fear in him that tomorrow when I come and intimidate him, he will become afraid. So that was what Jesus Christ did to Satan. Satan came through this way. They slapped him here. Satan said, yes, I've gotten him. And they continued to the time that was Jesus Christ conquered. Hey. And death could not hold him captive. Even in the grave. Jesus is in the prison. And when you read the next verse, it said that what? About what happened during the days of jo the, the, the days of Noah. And said so meaning that these people during the days of Noah, Jesus Christ went where they were in prison and preached to them. And some of them that received the word gave their life to Christ. And they are now going to be among those that will be raptured on the last day. Hallelujah. What a mystery. 
There is a point that Jesus Christ did some things that Peter said that this thing that the angels decide to look into it. Amen. My brother, my sister, the Bible said that for many are the afflictions of the righteous. So the righteous, the affliction will come, but what? Because the Lord has brought a deliverance ahead of time. He has already brought it. The Bible said that thanks be to Jesus Christ, who has given us what? He said, thanks be to God, who has given us victory in Christ Jesus. So there is a victory that has been pro-ahead. It's been pro-ahead. Waiting for you to enter into the victory so that the enemy's conquering of yesterday will no longer be upon your life. Some of us who have not gone through some spiritual torment, there are some things when it is going on you will not understand. You know, I went through spiritual torment, powers of darkness dealt with me so much, especially witches. In fact, it, it was so much on me that it got to a point I don't know what to do again, but I kept. I, Thank God today I have an authority. That what? Who, where is that which is? Which, if which passes where I am and refuse to drop down that, it means that was something is wrong with me. I don't know if somebody is getting me. I am here now, which is flying and did not drop down that. Something must be wrong. So you see that what the class of the time that we are overpowering me, you know, they came. They conquered. They came. They conquered. But the time that the Lord made me more than a conqueror by the reason of the power of the Lord that have come inside me. Now I'm carrying Jesus inside of me. Now through Jesus Christ, I can now see uh, you which I, I can see you. I come and drop down and die. Hallelujah. So keep fighting. But remember there are things that you need to deal with. If you check your life and see that there are some errors in your life, you begin to work the Lord to help you out of them. The Bible said in the book of Psalm chapter 3, chapter 11 verse 3, it said what? If the foundation be destroyed, what can they, what can a sinner do? No, what can an unrighteous do? Uh, now, what, what do you concern the righteous? It's right with the Lord now. Uh, why should he have any punishment or anything? Why should he be even troubled? Hmm? Why should there be affliction on the righteous? Eh? Jesus has paid the price, so you can just go and live your life. Liberty. You have brought liberty to us. He said, but what meaning that what if your foundation has a command, you have to do something. You have to keep fighting. You have to keep you, you have to keep holding. You have to keep working until the time you have your victory. And the Lord shall give somebody victory tonight in the name of Jesus. Everybody that will hear this short message and go home and begin to tell the Lord, Father, this area I need you to conquer for me. This area I am still fighting it. This area I need to work on it. Lord, help me. The Lord is going to do something in your life. And by the time you wake up tomorrow, you begin to see the revelation that the Lord has done, has shown to you that what you have done something. In fact, by the time, as the Lord helped me, you know, this is just a uh, short message that uh, as the Lord helps me to become an authority, that wherever I go to, I, I will stand wherever I want to stand, stay wherever I want to stay, pray. You know, they stay there. Some of you go there, ask the security. Security sometimes will begin to have issues. Uh, why are you walking on the streets praying? Wait, wait, which person concerns you? You know, go to your house. Go to your house. You know, me and them. We, David said it in the Bible. He said that what I he said I prevented the, 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 the touch the watchers. 
<laughs> so because of what, so I stay at night, but most times in the night, walking on the street of yesterday, they are praying. You know? I remember that day I said that in my village, I am an authority. I went to the entrance of, the, my, of my village. I stood there, I said, I know there is a gate here. And I began to declare because I wanted to be, to be set free. But is it everyone that will do that and go home? <laughs> is it everyone that will go that we do that and go home and try <laughs> the someone talking about I said, whatever I came to the apartment and went and said, This right, you will remove it. He said that the father went and slept in his house. He woke up <laughs> naked at the market square. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we are talking about what? Battle. If you don't have the power to operate this battle, we do not ask the Lord today for what? Divine empowerment. Divine empowerment that will help you to be able to stand against the wise of the enemy. Because whether you know it or not, there are powers that are going to take your case before any spiritual court. The Bible said something in the book of Isaiah chapter 54 verse 15. It says, surely they will do what? Gather. But he said, because their gathering is not permitted by the Lord, it's not in the name of the Lord, meaning that what? They will be disintegrated. And verse 17 said what? Eh? What verse 17 of uh, Isaiah 54 said? Ah, uh, they talk that Isaiah can see if I have. He said what? No weapon. But then the, the, the big part of it said what? Any tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, meaning that what? Powers of darkness will take your name and go, and, and go to. Pastor, you remember I see you that I was telling about one man that, uh, you know, his tenants took him to court and said, I paid him, he did not give me a receipt. While he was lying, he said, oh, you're lying against me. The man went to Alusia Okuja and <laughs> went to the spiritual court there and brought a letter for him from, from the deity. Alusia Okuja said, come, go and answer for yourself. So meaning that well, whether you know it or not, there are powers that are taking you to their spiritual court. But he said that well, that any tongue that will rise against you in judgment, any power that will rise against you in judgment, any power that will go to any altars, right, in order to bring your case before them, he said that one day you, you, you are the one that will use your tongue to do what? Condemn them. And tonight I want you to stand on your feet. You're going to pray this morning, this evening. You're going to command the powers that have been conquering you before. Remember, before you pray that power to, to, to bow, you're going to tell the Lord, Father, empower me for this battle tonight. If I were you, when I go home tonight, I will not rest until I get my victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do we have living souls in the house? If you are living soul, shout hallelujah. Say, my father, empower me for battle. You did not pray that as if you mean it. Say, my father, empower me for battle. Jesus. Father, to now we are asking that you will empower us for battle of God. That the powers that have been conquering us all the while, the powers that have been standing on our way all the while, the powers that come and speak and came to pass all the while, today that will begin to conquer. Today we begin to conquer. Today we begin to conquer. Lord, we pray for divine endowment of your power, O oh God. We pray for inflation of your power into us, O oh God. Inflate us with your power, O oh God. That we will be able to conquer the powers that have been conquering us in the time past. Begin to pray it, pray it. Ask the Lord for that divine empowerment. Ask the Lord for divine empowerment. They used to come before and conquer you, but tonight, the Lord will empower you. He will so empower you that when they come, they will.
will say this man, they will say this woman, they will say this boy, they will say this girl has gone to somewhere to get power. And you have come before the presence of the Lord to get connected to the power source. The power source is Jesus Christ. The high tension that will recruit the power powers that have been working against you. Lord, we pray for divine empowerment this evening. Lord, empower us, O God. Oh, empower us, our Father, that we will be able to conquer the power that have been conquering us before. Therefore, making us more than a conqueror, you overcame and gave us the power to overcome the powers of darkness. Today, Lord, we pray. Daddy, give us the power, God, that we will be able to conquer the powers in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are going to pray. You know, Moses said to the children of Israel in the book of uh, uh, Exodus chapter 14. In verse 13, he says, Stand ye still and see what? You see, you see the salvation of the Lord. He said, the, the, the Lord will fight for you. And you will do what? But then, a person that is telling you to stand still, why there is a sea to cross? Don't you think that Moses was confused that time? He was confused. What am I going to tell you? He just let me confront them. Just wait. Because they were. We said you, we don't want you to bring us out. Look at where you brought us now. Look at the Egyptians coming. Look at Messi. What are they? He said. He has not even inquired from them. He said, stand still. Stand still. Don't worry. God will fight for you. But when the Lord came and said, ha! Tell them to go forward. Look forward. Where are we going to? Go, go to where? That's the acid test of your victory. And the Lord will take you there in the name of Jesus. You are going to pray, say, my father. Every power that has been conquering me before now. Every power that has been overcoming me before now. From today, oh God. Source of heaven, and I come against them in the name of Jesus. I conquer them in the name of Jesus. I overpower them in the name of Jesus. I get my victory over them in the name of Jesus. Somebody begin to pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Whatever character that you have tried to stop her and they refuse to stop, you're gonna tell the Lord, Father, Lord, I brought myself to the current of heaven. I brought myself to the power of heaven. That will give me the, the power to conquer, the strength to conquer. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord, my God, today we pray in the name of Jesus for enjoyment of power, enjoyment of strength to overcome the powers that have been conquering us in the time past. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we are not even here the same way. We are going home better than we came. We are going home with divine strength. We are going home with divine energy. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And our Father, we thank you. We bless your name, O Lord, because you also present God. We thank you, Lord, because your word is true. And Lord, my God, you mean every word you say. And you say the words you mean. Lord, your word is not separate from you. And Moses was able to see this in the book of Psalm. Chapter 38, verse 2. He said, I will pray before your holy temple. Ah, for your righteousness. He said, for thou hast exalted your word above all thy names. And Lord my God, because your word is true, I declare upon the life of your people that every conquering powers of the past, every forces from their lineage and their foundations, every powers in the compound they are living, every power that said that they shall not cross over to the other side, every power that said that the rest will stop them forever. Today I release the power that will
will take you to your place of celebration in the name of Jesus. Amen. The conquering power of heaven is coming upon you now. Amen. The strength of heaven is coming upon you now. Amen. The Lord shall so inflate you to intimidate your enemies in the name of Jesus. Amen. That when they see you, they shall take to their flight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Take your mighty Father. For in Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. If you believe this 